0: What's up Bruce? Oops. Uh, What's up Brewskies? Welcome back. My name is Marco Dupa, and that guy right there, that's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, buddy. Tonight's brew is from Red Light. Red Light. I'm so excited to be back, I just can't contain myself. It's the Autobahn Bitter. Uh, it's bitter air. and Adam will have a little bit more about that after the break. What's on tap for tonight? I have to, you know, I just have to tell you guys about my experiences and the 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 positivity that was radiated throughout the uh my 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 previous week and and you know, just what we did while we were off sure. for a week. Yeah. So, we'll let you guys in on that and also I mean, uh, uh, where are we at with this, with this, with this Hollywood thing? China, Jaina. Jana. We got. Uh, uh, we're we're we're. we're, we're Wait. What was the last thing? What was the thing
1: before the before China? There's nothing before. There's nothing before China. There's nothing. There's nothing before. That's kind of no. racist. Don't do that. I don't like that. <laughs> Sorry. 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 I don't like <laughs> the bowing. Well, I didn't mean to bow. Like, uh, anyway. Yeah. Right. Right. Fuck it. Let's
0: just get into this podcast. Uh. Uh. What What episode is three fifty nine of the One
1: Bearing and Podcast? <laughs> Oh chunky yeah
0: <laughs> to be found I someone to say you down yes, bored Buzz like when it.
1: it's out, so when when it's out four four four. He's got a seat I mean five.
0: Uh, <clears throat> so, this is the one beer in podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew, and we see where that one brew takes us. This is episode 359, and as I said, Marco Dupa, Obesius.
1: Let's get right into this. Okay, let's do it. What are we drinking tonight, my friend? Uh, as you so eloquently introed, we have the Audubon <laughs> Bitter. A neighborhood not, beer. i am nothing if not eloquent That's true <laughs> uh audubon bitter a neighborhood beer and it's an ordinary bitter and we do have a cold read Aye. we do have a cold read i'd like to think that you had some part of that
0: <laughs> i you know they they i i just i maybe put a little bug in the ear, but it's yes, good good good
1: uh audubon bitter is a is brewed in the english tradition of session beers easy for everyday drinking at the neighborhood pub discussing the issues of the day it is 3.2 percent abv brewed and canned by hand at red light red light in audubon park Mm -hmm. garden district in orlando florida (coughs)
0: i'll be honest i probably would have beefed up the uh cold read but i'm
1: just happy it's there yeah you know yeah Better than some other guys, you know, that we sometimes feature on this very show. You know who you are, Sideward Brewing. You
0: know are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into this.
1: So yeah, what I <laughs> can't play cough anymore, right? You, know, just, huh? you just can't play cough anymore, right? No, I don't know. No, it's not allowed. Sorry. Well, in fact, there was a there was a COVID outbreak at Bonner.
0: Wow, I tested thank you yeah <laughs> it's about made, slowly I'm, yeah get no, further and further away <laughs> I made sure I made sure before I left the house yeah I waited a day or so thanks Joe uh <laughs> yeah so you know we were off for a week you guys I I don't know how you even how you even put your weeks together trying to figure out like how 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 are you gonna manage how are you what, what, right. what are you gonna do without you know us giving you our opinions, yeah. On the day on I belief. would like to think
1: they they, you know, spent a at least a couple hours in their day, in bed sobbing, yeah. over it, yeah, and then, you know, realized like a ray of sunshine came through their window and they realized that we have well over three hundred episodes to <laughs> listen to <laughs> yeah. and go back to and I'm sure yeah. they haven't listened to them all, yeah. And if you have, I mean, I feel like we owe you something. If
0: yeah, if you have. Honestly, let us know. Let us seriously let us know. <laughs> I would like we'll, to know. We will
1: send you something directly. Oh,
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah. Any uh, any merch? Any new shit that we're working on?
1: Yeah, you get it first. You're in the VIP club.
0: So we're back, and we're ready to we're ready to fill your week with joy and wonderment, and and beer opinions. Sure. And yeah. in that order, <laughs> joy, wonderment. Beer opinions. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Right. So let's get right into it. The reason, one of the reasons that we were off, the only reason that we were off. It was my fault. Completely. I I went to ye old Bonnaroo. Uh, The Roo. We've been talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And finally, 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 it comes up and we actually got to go. Yeah, it actually happened this year. Crazy. It actually happened. Crazy. Two years of... Two, well <laughs> two one disaster. was in that yeah <laughs> and, yeah well the other one was made in a lab sure yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about China later China China and so you go 2 years without this festival that's been going on since 2002 and a lot a lot of twos in there and yeah. finally we get we 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 all get to come back to the farm Suitably in twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Wow. Yeah. Two years. We finally come back twenty twenty two after uh, a two two year wait from since two thousand two. Mm-hmm. Too much West Coast dick looking. Too many niggas on a mission. Okay. When they best Jay Z rendition. Right. Focus. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, man. I think that the two years off. Really. Kind of set the stage for everybody to come back mm-hmm. and be really, really excited just to be there. Yeah. Because admittedly, the set list was not great. It mm-hmm. wasn't like mind-blowingly like I mean the the prior sets. I think Beyonce was on one of them, and I think uh, Tame Impala was for sure on one of them. Yeah. Like there was there was some massive, massive names on there. And we, there was still some some like really good artists. I mean, fucking, I got to see uh, Stevie Nicks. Sure, you know, I got yeah. to see Stevie Nicks. It's the, the idea of this legacy artist performing. I mean, she could charge half the Bonnaroo ticket price just to go see her on tour. Yeah, yeah and yeah. she's there headlining Bonnaroo. So it's it's good seeing these yeah. legacy artists. Some bucket lists in there, right? <clears throat> so. It was amazing, and I, and the uh, the energy was just it was it was palpable. Yeah, it was re- it really was palpable. Like I don't want to be like like a weird hippie and like be like hyperbolic about how it felt to be there, but there was just like hey this hey, hey, don't be afraid, <laughs> let it go, it's okay.
1: It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, safe yeah. space. You know what? I will. I yeah. fucking will.
0: It was just like this surge of positivity, yeah. You know, and and you know the cynic in me see people walking around being this positive, and <clears throat> my first thought is to be like, well, yeah. I mean, if you're here and you're doing the thing, you're putting on the show, right? You're like everybody's gonna radiate positivity when you're when you're at the place where they tell you to do that, sure, right. Uh, but at some point, you just kind of let go of the cynicism and, mm. and the anger and stuff, and 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 looking down on people and like you know side eyeing, like, judging, yeah. yeah. And you're just like everybody's here for one purpose, and it's to have a good time. Like there's sure. no one there who's there to wreck it, right? You know. People show up to things all the time and they're just like there to, to just fuck someone's night up. It's yeah, like, I'm here to fight. I don't give a fuck. I'm, yeah. I got drunk and I'm here to like well, ruin a night. <laughs>
1: that's I think that's the big differentiator. I'm speaking as a relative Bonnaroo newbie. Only been the one time that we went together mm-hmm. a few years back at this point. But that's the big difference between going to Bonnaroo. I can't speak to other kind of uh, famous music festivals because I've only been to a handful myself. But specifically Bonnaroo, that's the difference between Bonnaroo and, like, a concert, right? Yeah. Because at a concert, you always get that one guy that's, like, way too drunk, that's trying to fight everybody, or, you know, the other guy in the corner that's puking his brains out, and you have to just be around these people for, you know, five hours, and, like, deal with it, and be crammed up in, like, in a box of people sweating, and you're getting kind of tired, and your feet hurt, and... You know, you start you start getting in your head a bit more than you would like than you want to. Yeah. And you're starting to like not be present anymore and then you're like, Why did I even come to this thing? Yeah. You know, I'm not even like I'm not even here anymore. You yeah, know? I'm in my head, wondering when I'm gonna leave. Yeah. Because these people are all like frustrating me mm-hmm. or distracting me. Not the case of room. No. You know, you have all the room you need. I mean, if you want to go close to the stages, obviously it's gonna be a bit more packed, but mm-hmm. everyone's for the most part very conscientious and you know the 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 planning is is good enough that you feel relatively safe, mm. and um, you know again the vibe is is more chill, which yeah. I personally appreciate. Yeah. Um, and another thing you you pointed to is, you know, everything kind of you are. On equal ground with everybody once you're there and haven't taken a shower for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And like you're you're all out and I'm sure it was hot as balls. It was. Give, I mean, given how hot it's been, uh, especially in the south, it was blisteringly hot. Yeah. Uh, it mean, was I a historic uh, heat wave. Heat wave. Yeah. I mean, we got some of it down here. Ah, oh, man. It was. It was brutal. so brutal. That's what I'm saying like that kind of thing brings people together though. Yeah. Because it's like we're all in it together. We're all hot and miserable let's just make the best of it yeah. and it's it's a bonding experience yeah yeah uh, with with humanity not only with your specific group but with everybody yeah
0: really it really so. is you you stop your judgments get left at the door because yeah. you're right there in the thick of it like you think i would never let myself <clears throat> do something like that and then like 3 days later you're like i haven't showered <laughs> <laughs> you're like i'm no better than anybody else sure. here who the fuck am i to like look at look down on anybody like right. you, yeah, you, you, those judgments, you know, they start to fall away the yeah. more that you realize, like, ah, oh, we're just, we're all just doing the same thing, which I guess could be an allegory for humanity itself. Sure. like you just think like we're all just kind of doing the same thing. Like, how can you judge the next person? They're tr- they're just
1: everyone's just trying. Yeah. See, now you're a hippie. <laughs> Congratulations. There it is. There it is. It's I worked.
0: It. Yeah. So, the vibe was, was definitely there, you know, the the, the, the the vibes were there, and then the shows, it felt like everybody was really
1: excited to just be performing again. Yeah. And well, I am sure, i don't mean to cut you off, no, but yeah. I'm sure everyone's been asking you this, and I have to know personally, because, you know, we haven't talked about this yet, but yeah. what would you say is, like, your, like, the crowning achievement of the entire thing? Like, who, who was the best, who had the best set, who, or who would you have the most fun seeing? The best set, I think, is a
0: tie. No, the best set was Herbie Hancock. Okay. I mean, I mean, they just, they just, they were so tight. Herbie Hancock is an act. He's he's a legend. Sure. You know, he's 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 an incredible. Just just one of these stalwarts of of music. So technically, the best set was Herbie Hancock. I mean, it got it. It, it put us in a. In a pl- I mean, L- <laughs> Lottie, Lottie was crying at the end. Of it. Like it was, it was a real nice experience. It yeah. was a, it was a real musical, spiritual thing. I mean, I, I, I still can't like really put into words. I mean, I was, I was so high. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was on the moon when we were watching Herbie Hancock. But the stuff that my brain was doing as he was playing, like I, I can't. I mean, I saw. I I saw like cracks in the universe babies being born. <laughs> <laughs> like every time that there every time like a uh, there would be a horn stab it looked like it looked like uh it looked like the Blue Man Group uh-huh. right when they when they you know they douse their their drums in in paint and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't paint it was like the essence of the universe <laughs> in these cracks of of the galaxy and uh-huh. every time that there was like a stab it would be like <laughs> And and it would just spray everywhere. I mean, I, I, I'm gonna write it down. I'm gonna try to like parse it out and make sense okay. of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I love who you've become.
0: <laughs> it, just, it was it was a religious experience. Yeah. So Herbie Hancock's probably number one. Number two is probably the War on Drugs. It was a fantastic show. Nice. I mean, they 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 absolutely crushed. And then. Number three, which could take the place of of war on drugs, I, I go back and forth between the war on drugs and 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 Toby in week in Weekway, this uh, rapper from Houston, uh, new ish. I mean, he's been around since like 2017, 2018, mm-hmm. but he's like finally like really, really kind of yeah. And his performance was just, I I mean, it was just incredible. Like I watched it, and I I told Lottie this after we were leaving. I was like it wasn't just an incredible performance it was it was like inspiring to me i was Mm. like watching it and going oh oh that's how it's done Mm. that's how that's what gets people out of their off their asses and out of their seats this is the kind of energy you need to bring this is the kind of like show that that people want to see because admittedly rap gets this uh uh, bad, bad rap. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> For a rapper just coming out there and basically just rapping over uh, 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 a piece of music, yep. an instrument or what have you, sure. right? And people always go like, "Oh, I mean, all, all they do is just rap over that thing." I and can do that. Yeah, exactly. And worse yet, if you rap over your own vocals, that's sure. like a cardinal sin. Even yeah, even yeah. fucking normies know you don't fucking do that. Yeah. So. The bar for a good rap show is, depending on how you look at it, is either really low or really high. You know what I mean? Because people have, like, really high expectations for live shows, but they lower their expectations for rap shows. But it's kind of, like, kind of insulting because you're like, sure. oh, well, I'm not really expecting much out of this. Right, right. So, <clears throat> like, I know from personal experience, anytime that I've done a live show, people are like, oh, that was a that was a good set. Man, it'd be really cool if you had live instruments, like a live uh-huh. backing band. It's like, oh, my shit wasn't good enough. Like, just yeah, me yeah. doing the thing wasn't good enough. You need to have, you know, uh, drum and bass, and uh, you need to have yeah, all this yeah. other shit. And it's like, it's kind of insulting, but I also kind of understand where people come from. But I don't know. I've seen so many rap shows in my life that I'm just like, I, you know, I... <laughs> but I, but I get it. I get uh-huh. it from. I have so many friends who only listen to indie rock and so many like alternative friends and stuff like that who maybe have seen a handful of rap shows and probably some of them only seen rap shows because a rapper was on the bill of Someone an else. indie set. Yeah. yeah. So I get that their idea of what makes a good rap show is different than people who actually go to these shows.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All that being said, Toby and Weekway's show was just head and shoulders above a lot of acts that i saw over the over the week it was just it was incredible he brought the energy he had these ballerinas dancing in the background he had um his background singers were like on a stage above him Mm -hmm. and every time he he would like give them a second to kind of like do their little like r&b runs and stuff and they would like crush crush each one of them would would kill it crowd would go nuts his his songs are like high energy, so that's that's good that that brings it and he was losing his voice, too He said this was like the last leg of his tour And he was already losing his voice throughout the show and he's talking about the energy of the crowd and like Bonnaroo's and how Positive it is and it's awesome that people he's like no we got we got to come back here every year This is mm. this is amazing people like there's like a, like a lot of give-and-take between the crowd and yeah. himself uh and he performs with his wife which is really cool so she comes out and she's doing guest verses then they brought their kids out it was like this it just was i mean just a stellar stellar show stellar mm. so uh i go back and forth between that being the number two and number three because it was it was incredible
1: yeah it was incredible
0: herbie hancock felt like ah, it's just, <laughs> I, I can't i can't put anybody untouchable above. it's yeah
1: it's nice yeah, so, that's good. I mean I feel like that's very uh that is very Bonro because they become this like kind of uh play this playlist on random type of <coughs> festival. Yeah. So it's very diverse.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's the beauty of the of the whole thing is when you're walking from one tent to the next it's it's like it's literally like if there was a couple of cars parked in a parking lot and each one of them was blasting a different uh, musician. Yeah. And you're walking by and you just hear like 21 Savage and then you keep walking and you hear Billy Strings mm. and then you keep walking and you hear like Mark Ribier or something. Mark Ribier set was also, by the way, really, really fucking awesome. Yeah. So, As to be expected. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, there was there was, we, we kind of realized because there were some people who were doing the, some people that we talked to who were like, oh, we're going to do We'll do like two or three songs here, and we'll do like two or three songs here. And we'll do like two or three songs here, and we're like, "That's not the way to do it." No, you gotta commit. Mm-hmm. Cause you can, you can come home and say, "I saw everybody on Friday," but did you really? That's not what it's about. No, no, no. It's not. That's not what it's about. Yeah. You go and 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 it's about like like being consumed by it. You know, you don't you don't go. Hit a couple of songs and then you go. Let's run over to this stage and hear them play a couple of songs and then run right. to the next yeah. stage. It's like
1: no, it's not horror nights. Like you're not right. trying to hit every house. Exactly. You can just commit to an artist and have their entire thing. I mean, if 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 it's not really your cup of tea after a couple of songs, you can dip out. But
0: yeah, and, you know, and I think give it a chance. If you if you were to if you're just going to <clears throat> excuse me, a random artist that you don't know. And you want to hit a couple of songs. That's one thing. But if you're, if you're going to like... I, saw, I mean, I heard people talking about like, oh, yeah, we hit J. Cole for a couple of songs and then we did this thing and then we did this thing. And it's like, J. Cole was one of the headliners. Right. You know, like, you really sat... I mean, we, we sat for J. Cole for about half his set because he was playing at the same time as someone else. I think it was Mark Rebier. Don't quote me on that. I mm-hmm. guess I could pull up the set list, but... Or the schedule. Nah, it's not worth it. Um <laughs> this show's not worth it. We don't we don't fact check here. That's nah, nah, fine. Nah. Uh, but yeah, <clears throat> I got enough of the show to like like get it. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't dip your toe in. Like it, it, I couldn't imagine going to Herbie Hancock and like listening to a 10 15 minutes right. of it and then leaving. Right. There was there was a point, there was a point while we were watching Herbie Hancock and me and Rob were sitting there and we're just we're going down the tunnel of love, man. We're like we're just <laughs> we're just in it, just listening to this and letting it just wash over us like the rain. And some people in our group they were trying to figure out because um, Stevie Nicks was playing the same day, mm-hmm. uh, but. She was playing later, so we had enough time to watch Herbie's whole set and then go over to Stevie Nicks. So they're yeah. sitting there trying to plan that shit out, and they're like, you know, they're trying to get the group's attention. And me and Rob are just sitting there like, no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> like, keep that shit over there. So yeah. then I put my I put my sunglasses on and I went to Rob and I was like, they killing my motherfucking vibe. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and I was I mean like I said I was so <laughs> high, <laughs> and he was like, yeah, man. Let's fucking, let's go in there. Let's get closer. Let's fucking. And I was like, let's fucking do it, man. <laughs> so we, he and I go and we get, we get as close as we can without like pushing through the crowd, which was close enough to really, really feel it. And then that's when I went to the, I just blasted off to the yeah, moon. And I was like, yeah, another, another universe after nice. that. That it was, it was good. It was a, it was really good. I'm trying to think. I mean, there's low lights. You, you have to think that it's a it's a whole thing that they're trying to put on for from Tuesday technically because you have to set up all this stuff to Sunday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's really Wednesday to Sunday, but Tuesday, like the, you know, people are trying to get in. They're trying to get in early and stuff. So I understand that this is a a difficult thing yeah. to put together, right? Yeah. So I just want to say before I before i dog them sure (laughs) that that i understand that it's difficult but they've been doing this since 2002 they had two years off and this was lower attendance than what they were expecting Mm -hmm. right how is it that we still have so many things like not going right you know showers aren't working bathrooms aren't working you know stuff's a mess there's they're running out of ice they're running out of like it, it it's it's things it's these little things that contribute to the overall experience that everyone is everyone i think that I've been going back and forth in my mind right I've been going back and forth between criticizing them for all these things and also understanding the kind of the position that mm-hmm. the people who are putting this event on are in sure to try to make this go off without a hitch right right there's so much experience that they have as promoters yeah but then on the other hand there's a lot of people who are saying since live nation took over they started cutting corners and they don't have the same resources that they used to have
1: yeah that could very well be it
0: and i think that it's easy to take advantage of a thing like Bonaru, because the whole thing is to radiate positivity and you you take advantage of you take people's kindness for weakness basically you look at them and they go well this is a bunch of fucking hippies that don't give a shit anyway yeah. they're walking around with no shoes why should i spend any more money on these showers to work when they're not even gonna fucking use them
1: yeah well if i want to get my conspiracy theory hat on please which put it I on do um uh, I'm just gonna put there. You go. Thank you. Um, maybe this was a sort of a test conspiracy run. Conspiracy theories. Here we go. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe this was like a, I have to put uh, aluminum foil on this thing. Um, oh, we should do that. We should yeah. have conspiracy theory hats. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Put them on. Yeah, we should. Um, maybe this was like a test run for them moving forward because they they had to anticipate this would be a at least a somewhat smaller year than they're used to. Yeah. People were just. We're just coming back. Some people, I'm sure, don't have the money in this economy. In this economy, uh, the gas money alone <laughs> to get there, <sighs> man, and back. I did the
0: layaway uh, ticket, so I didn't have to pay it all at once. There's yeah. no way if you told me in in early June that I had to buy the ticket, wouldn't have gone.
1: Yeah, no way I yeah. would have been able to make it. That's how they get you. Yep. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm thinking maybe this is them testing the waters at those cutbacks because Mm. they know the audience size is going to be a little bit smaller. You know, we won't upset as many people. We can cut corners "Eh, just a little bit. Just a little little bit. bit. And still pull this thing off. Yeah. Because, you know, we have X amount less than we usually do. Yeah. Um, They may use this as like a a case study to see what they can and cannot do as far as cutting corners. Moving they can forward. and can't get away with, right? Yeah. So maybe that's what happened. Also, I mean, potentially, um, you know, a lot of their workforce. I'm not sure the exact percentage is those like volunteers who come in. Yes. And you know, yes. get their free tickets or whatever for for working Bonnaroo. Yeah. And with fewer people attending, I'm sure they had less help. Yeah. So no, yeah.
0: and that's and that's that's tough too because I mean we overheard these guys, they were they were the bathroom attendants, and this girl walks up to one of the dudes, and and she's like, um, the woman's bathroom isn't flushing, and he's like, yeah, we know. I mean, there's just there's nothing that we can do about it right now, and she's like, well, I'm, I'm I you know I know I I just they the last time this happened, you know they they were like nobody told us, so I'm just want to let you guys know, mm. and the guy was. I mean, he shouldn't have taken it out on her, but he was visibly frustrated yeah. and was just like, Yeah, there's nothing that we can do about it. Like, we're not, you know, we're, we can't do anything. And then she walks away. She's like, Oh, I just wanted to tell you. And then I'm in line for the men's bathroom and I get, I overhear them and and they're just like, We're fucking volunteers. We're not even getting paid to deal with this shit. Like, right. this fucking, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, man, that, that sucks. Yeah. That sucks.
1: Picked the wrong year, bud. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: But at the same time, you got a free ticket. Sure. You saved close to $500. Yeah. Plunge the fucking bathroom. <laughs> you know, it's like, and that's, that is the internal struggle that I'm having. Because yeah. on the one hand, yeah. if I was a volunteer, I would feel exactly how he feels. On the other hand, you saved so much money. You're sitting there in that seat for free. And all they asked you to do was watch the bathrooms. hmm so if somebody walks up to you and says that the ba- the door- the toilet's not flushing, hey, guess what? It's your fucking responsibility to get up there and and do something about it. Or else you can pay like the rest of us paid. Yeah. And you get to chill yeah. and complain about the bathrooms like the rest well, of I'll us. Well, I'll
1: tell you what. I'm sure those guys are paying next year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's un- it gets to a point where it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know?
1: It's got to be luck of the draw, you know?
0: I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to volunteer at a thing like that. No, not not because of how filthy it is or whatever, whatever. I just I'm there to have a good time. True.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I don't want to work. Of course not. Of course not. That's know, stupid. It's yeah, crazy. I, I I never understood that. I like, I I heard about it since even before I went to Bonnaroo for the first time. Yeah, I'm like that. Just it. I would never. No, it's I would never. That's no, lunacy. No. Lunacy th- doesn't make sense to me. No. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Lottie did it.
0: I think t- twice.
1: Yeah, that's where I heard it from. Yeah,
0: I'm just like, <laughs> I, I don't understand why you're doing nah, this. I don't, this is ridiculous. I don't, I don't get it
1: personally. I know, I know it saves you money, but you know, it's like you're in, it's like you're going to Disney, but you have to work half a shift, or something. right? You know, like, right. I'm not gonna do that. Right. By the time I'm done, I'm gonna be exhausted.
0: What right. are you talking about? you have to, you have to be the the roller coaster attendant for like six hours before you can actually ride the roller coaster. No, then at that point you're like, well, yeah, was it what, worth
1: it? When I'm cut, I want to go home now, right? Like I'm done, right? I did my shift. I I'm, I want to go home and relax. Right. right. What do you do? You go to your tent, fall asleep. <laughs> I wonder if they have
0: tents or if they have if or if they're put up somewhere. I, I don't, don't know. know. I'll ask her about. It. Yeah, I'll ask. Her say about let's it. ask Claudia. I wonder about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So you got the bathrooms not working. People are just. Absolutely annihilating these things. I mean, of course, and it and and again, they still have the porta potties and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. And
0: those things were an absolute unadulterated horror show, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I now, t- to their credit, they tried as hard as they could to keep them cleaned up, they did come every night. And and cleaned up. They came with the big septic tank truck and mm. emptied them out and everything. And but I mean, as soon as the morning came by, people were lining up. It, it was like they were doing it on purpose and just waiting for them to clean them up so they could fuck them up again. It's time. <laughs> and then uh, if you wanted a nicer bathroom, you could pay you could pay ten bucks to take a shit sure. in yeah. uh, an AC nice like uh, uh yeah. trailer unit yeah. thing. I remember we snuck into the yes, yes, we did, yeah. Cause there was nobody at the at the time. They were just like they didn't care. No, they didn't give a shit. And we just walked up. You gotta the thing about sneaking into anything. I think is even if you get kicked out. Like before that, you have to pretend like you're 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 you supposed to be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, act act like you've been here before. Is sure. what people always say. <clears throat> and and it's this uh, it's this energy of like
1: like of course I'm going in here. Right, I've been here a hundred times. Right, you don't I'm not remember. E- me? I'm not even
0: thinking about not coming right in i'm not nervous at all yeah i'm just walking right in yeah and if you stop me it would be confusing to me right because i have done this a thousand times exactly. that's how you have to walk around and maybe we could have snuck back in but i honestly well for the first two and a half days i didn't poop and i got really <sighs> scared i was like oh no oh uh, this is gonna be bad yeah like, my my body is rejecting this and i maybe i should stop eating Maybe I should take like a laxative or something like I, I had like I don't know what's going on. Yeah,
1: that's that's a camping belly, ain't it? Yeah. You know, like you just get stopped up because yeah. your stomach's like, we ain't going here, man. <laughs> right. We don't know what this is. <laughs> what is this? Where yeah. are we?
0: Uh-uh, not here.
1: <clears throat> but uh, luckily, the the floodgates opened up. And, no, of and, course. yeah. And, and then, thank you. Know. Thank you for letting us know. <laughs> yeah. Was it the spicy pie? <laughs>
0: no, I didn't have spicy pie until later on. At that point, I had already pooped a, a good couple of times. Yeah. You know, I, there was a there was a moment where I was drinking and I was drinking for the sole purpose of the alcohol to run through me to to, to, to push the rest of it out. Okay, yeah, it's strategy. <laughs> didn't work, by no. the way. Didn't like, work
1: like pipe cleaner.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did, didn't work this time. I, my body was just like, no, nah, it's not happening. We're not doing it. It is not happening.
1: Never had that problem. Um, Tell you what.
0: Tell <laughs> you what. So. It's just little stuff like that. Um, For years past, they would always have two entrances. This time they only had the one, so they were kind of bottlenecking people, and people were frustrated about that because it's like, dude, it's already 102 degrees out here. Now we have to be smashed together with all these other people. It's kind of fucked up. So there was like little, you know, you go on Reddit or you go on the (coughs) Instagram comments of (coughs) the uh, official Instagram or the official page of Bonnaroo. Yeah. and and look at people's complaints and stuff And while they are warranted I mean it was just again it's just like on the one hand I get it on the other hand I get it you know on both sides so the
1: duality of man that's right yeah that's right I'm glad you had a good time yeah thank you yeah yeah I'd like to go back sometime I I do miss the farm yeah so maybe we'll look at
0: the set list for next year Mm -hmm. maybe plan accordingly
1: yeah Yeah, you know, get stinky. Get stinky. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Because I mean, now that they're back, I just don't understand. I just don't. I can't imagine them not in twenty twenty three having like a killer, killer set. Yeah, I'm.
1: I'm sure it's going to be an improvement on this year. Not to disparage this year for you, obviously, but you know, I, I get the feeling they're getting the the road underneath them again. You know. Yeah.
0: Well. Frank Ocean is headlining Coachella next year, and if he's doing the festival run, he might do Bonnaroo. Oof. And if he does Bonnaroo, I will literally buy the ticket just to see him. Yeah, and
1: then deal with the rest of it after. Yeah, the, yeah. Fact. the rest is a bonus. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm in that boat too. Yeah. Um. I I will say I still, to this day, to this day, would like to go to Shaky Knees. I dude. It, you're preaching to the choir, man. So
0: I, I, I have – after I got done with Bonnaroo, I was really thinking – because there was a guy that we were talking to for a little bit who had the Shaky Knees tattoo. Mm. Um, you get the Shaky Knees tattoo and w- w- you don't get a – do you get a free ticket or do you get – You get you, something you, free. you get something. Yeah, you get something. I don't know if you get like a one-day pass or something. Yeah. But if you get the tattoo, they hook you up. And he had it and we were talking about Shaky Knees for a little bit and he was like, oh, I mean, Shaky Knees is awesome. And I every so. <laughs> fucking year we look at the set list for Shaking Knees and we're like, yo, it's perfect. It's just yeah. indie rock and rap music. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. And it's perfect. Yeah. Every year we look at it. It's like, <laughs> how have we not gone to this?
1: Yeah. It reminds me a lot of Big Guava. Yeah. And, yeah. Except they actually keep doing it, <laughs> which is nice. Rest in peace to Big Guava. I know. Man. It was it was nice when it lasted. What a festival, man. Yeah. What a
0: fucking festival.
1: Incredibly stacked. Incredibly in, stacked. In hindsight, oh my
0: god. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. When you think about who was
1: on that set list. Yes. I mean, uh Strokes. Who's who? Uh uh Pixies. James, James Blake. James Blake. Uh Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels, yeah. Action
0: Bronson. Action Bronson. Uh, TV on the radio was there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even just that. Yeah. Strokes. Pixies. (laughs) That's enough, yeah. James Blake. That's good enough. Hosier. He was having a moment at that time where he he headlined, and people were freaking out about the fact that he was there.
1: So just the
0: headliners alone in this small little town in Florida
1: well, I don't know how small Tampa is. Well, but, but you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Tampa's kind of big. I'm not saying Tampa itself right. is a small town. Right, right.
0: Where it was in Tampa. Yeah. <clears throat> the Tampa Amphitheater.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this little known place. You probably haven't heard of it. A little hole in the wall. A little, a
0: little hole in the wall. Uh,
1: yeah, all right, never mind. I, I, miss, I misphrased that. <clears throat> anyway. It was, it was incredible. It's fantastic. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to chase that dragon. So yeah, I will chase it up to uh, Georgia if, if you're willing. I'll, I I is I want to. I
0: really want to go to Shaky Knees, and I think that I think that if we do it correctly, money wise, I can do both. Mm. I can do Bonnaroo and Shaky Knees because they're around the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, fortunately, fortunately, and unfortunately. Shaky Knees is not a camping festival, yeah so we'd also have to pay for a hotel yeah um, a hotel I, I would prefer over an Airbnb yeah oh for sure I mean i've I've only heard worse and worse things about Airbnb
0: Airbnb's getting crazy yeah every time I look online people are talking about how how fucked up they are yeah I mean the last time we did an Airbnb was New Orleans well, the last time I did an Airbnb was New Orleans oh me too <laughs> okay so and that was fun. Yes, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was as advertised. We didn't get any like weird hidden charges. Nobody asked me to do the dishes, like <laughs> nothing, nothing weird like yeah, that. Yeah, that was fine. But what was that 2019, 2018? That's 2018. 2018, yeah. Yeah. So, a couple <sighs> years ago, it's wild, dude. Yeah. I saw one that was like this girl was asked to she had there was a chores list, a set of chores that they had to do. You know, not yeah. like clean the kitty litter or nothing like that, but like you know, you use a dish, you put it back, you know, to keep this, this, that, and the other thing, like all this stuff. And it's like the idea of an Airbnb is like I'm paying, I'm, I'm paying less, and I get this more like homely environment. Sure, but it's still, I'm still paying a lot of money for this. I'm not, yeah, I'm not paying. To do chores I'm not paying to clean up after myself
1: well i I think people forget the the b and b part of it yes, because at a b and b it's it's essentially like a hotel, it's just in a more house like environment yeah in fact you you sometimes get more with a B and b yeah they'll they'll you know tour you around the city uh-huh. they'll uh make you breakfast, yeah, you know, like you have these niceties of home while you're away, right. That's part of the B and B deal, right? But I think a lot of people just go, "You're renting a space as like a roommate for a, a couple of days." Yeah, you know.
0: Well, I think that's what's happening now. I think yeah. that's what's happening now is people are, are, well, I mean, this whole housing crisis and stuff. I mean, we could we could spend the next you know hour and a half, and we still wouldn't unpack the whole thing of of. What's happening with the housing crisis in conjunction with these Airbnb's and how they're increasing their prices? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All that stuff, but all trickle down effect. But just on the surface alone, you go, you book an Airbnb thinking you're getting a better deal. But if you're asked to do anything outside of what you want to do, it's like, well, then I should have just booked a hotel.
1: Yeah, for this, for this, I I should have just gotten a hotel, yeah. not have to worry about it. At and all.
0: hotels, and the thing about hotels is, like, you go to a place and historically hotels are just kind of like unless unless you're booking a 4 or 5 star hotel that's just kind of shitty and and you make the most of like where you're at, right? You walk into the place, you open the door, and you're like, "Oh, nice! Oh, <laughs> look at the sheets on this bed, and that's a wow! They put a flat screen in here. Look at that! Yeah, and the fucking yeah. balcony. Over. Oh, look at we, we're not looking at the parking lot. We're looking at the pool. Isn't that nice? That's crazy. And you yeah. make the best of it. But at the at the that's end that of the like day, bleach
1: smell, <laughs> right?
0: Yeah. And you know, you know it's filthy. Yeah, of course. But at the end of the day, you're just making the best of it, right? Sure. And hopefully on a trip that you're on you're only sleeping there and eating breakfast maybe yeah. and then dipping off right hotel's not the point of your trip right but an airbnb some like sometimes an airbnb is part of the trip you you go to a place and you want to enjoy the city, but at the same time, you want to be at a place that's comfortable. Yeah. You want to come back to a home base and be able to cook in a kitchen and, and sleep in a comfortable bed yeah. and have a living room, have a space to feel like you live there for mm-hmm. a couple of days. And that's the whole point of it, right? But but at the end, at, at the end of the day, you're still paying to be there, right? Yeah, so to turn around and be like, well now you owe me for the it's like no 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 no. Our deal is done. I yeah. paid you to be here. Right. You clean up. And that's not that's not a privileged belief. I paid to be here. I'm not yeah. you know it's not I'm not paying like it be one thing if I like if if if, if you destroy someone's house and then you turn around and be like well I mean a hotel I can destroy a hotel and nobody sure. yeah. that's not the same thing
1: no not at all I, I think they should this is what you know a a a, a well meaning person would do is just jack up the price enough for you to, to it to be worth your while to wash a dish <laughs> yeah you know Yeah, that's all you gotta do yeah that's it it's as simple as that yeah you know yeah
0: Nah, they, they, they hit they they hit hit people with these hidden fees, cleanup fees. You leave and then you charge another hundred dollars because they're like, we had to clean up after you, and it's like, well, yeah, that was expected.
1: Yeah. I put stuff in the garbage can. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I it, it makes me it makes me the gun-shy. sink was wet. <laughs> they go in there with the white glove. Yeah. yeah. No, it makes me really gun shy to book a Airbnb. Like, I just I'm at a point where I'm like. I'll just get a cheap hotel. You know. And call it a day.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm fine with the <laughs> hotels. The best thing about the hotel is that it's always so goddamn cold. Yeah. I love it. Yep. It, it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> genuinely, it's one of my 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 little pleasures in life. Yeah. Is going into a frigid frigid hotel room. It's yeah. my favorite. I love it so much. Yeah. Um anyway. Nice. Anyway. Yeah, I mean it hotel tangent. It, yeah. But uh yeah, we should we should try Shaky, Shaky knees. knees. hotel. I
0: yeah. mean at the same time, like I don't know how I don't know how far uh lives outside of where Shaky Knees is, but I think Athens is a good
1: trip. Uh, well yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we, Wait, don't want, did you we use don't his want two trips. Did you use his
1: real name? Oh fuck me. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Shit. Come on. Ah now I have to fucking Edit. Cut it out. Got to keep the bit co- going. Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Keep the bit going. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I guess Rex, we can't, uh, mm-hmm. we can't stay there because it's just it's a
1: little too far. Yeah, it's it's uh, hour twenty away.
0: That's not that bad.
1: I mean, to go
0: every day of shaky knees. Well, but you, I mean, hour twenty. And saving ourselves, you know, a couple, couple hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> nah.
1: Yeah. All if right. anything, I would invite him, and then see if we could split up the hotel. You know, I don't, I don't know how much he'd want to. He, he definitely would want to.
0: I know he would want to spend time with us. That would be really fun. Get, get a, get a five twenty World Tree Lane reunion going.
1: <laughs> get the gang back together.
0: But uh, I don't know how much he would enjoy. Cause, cause the thing is, the other the the, the the rap acts are like rap acts that work with the the indie acts, you know.
1: So it's not just like traditional. Yeah, I guess so.
0: But he he might dig it. I maybe mean, I, I don't want to speak for him. I yeah, don't want to speak yeah, for him. Yeah, he yeah. might dig it.
1: Well, either way, um, Atlanta would be fun to explore too. Yeah, definitely.
0: But that's uh, that's a year from now. Well, maybe we should start planning it now. That's how that's how people get these things done,
1: yeah, yeah, we're not very good at that. no, we are so, not. <laughs> we didn't we're...
0: even plan this uh this week off.
1: no, <laughs> no, we didn't clearly, yeah, um, anyway, but
0: uh yeah, I you know people always are wondering how um how people how people will tr- can travel spend all this money you know going around the world and it's like well what do you do for a living how how can you how can you travel so much and and i'll and i'll tell you that sounds like the start of an an ad i know people are always wondering skip people are always asking me and then you just hear it go uh my my voice go at 1.25 to (laughs) one and a half to two no I, i i you know it's it, it, it takes it takes a little bit of effort. It takes a little bit of time and work and, and energy. You don't just wake up one day and then, like, just jump on a plane. What was that? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What the fuck? You've entered the splash zone.
1: Um, I apologize. It's fine. Uh, it's I, fine. Would, I would get you a towel if no, I could. No, I don't it. Okay.
0: It got all over my jeans. So sorry. <laughs>
1: Mm. Uh,
0: but yeah you put the time and the work in and and you can you can travel pretty easily you know cheap yeah. flights cheap hotels whatnot
1: yeah it's all about planning and unfortunately i think we've both established we're terrible at that yes um i mean i i do you know what i i've actually analyzed this let me get into this a little bit please i've realized over time that yeah obviously i this is this isn't my realization don't worry i have a lot of anxiety I've known <laughs> that for a long time. Yeah. everyone knows that. <laughs> you just you just figured that out. So yeah. I just I just realized I have a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Um, no, it's um, it's that that leads me to not want to plan because planning gives me anxiety. Mm-hmm. Because if there's something set in stone that I know I have to do, even if it's something fun, even if you were telling me, hey, next week's Bonnaroo and you have a ticket and you're going, yeah, I'd be like, it's great, but. Oh man, I'm kind of worried about it now. You know, like it's something in the back of my mind that, like, I don't like plans. I like doing stuff, but I don't like the planning. You know, I don't like the planning and I don't like having the plan. Right. Both of those things gives me anxiety. Because even planning, then I'm like, well, you know, I'll agree to that, but what if I don't feel like it on the day of? Mm. You know, what do I do then? I've already, you know, locked into doing that. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? It's already a plan. (laughs) It really is you know that's anxiety that's... I can't back out of it now like it's a thing now yeah uh, you know so I've realized that's the root of why I don't plan things mm. it's not that I don't want to do them. it's just that and this may be the core of why we've become such good friends is that you're terrible at planning <laughs> and and so whenever you're like you know at eight o'clock hey do you want to go out to this place or I'm at this place <laughs> Want to show up? Um, I'm, you know, that's when that's when I'm in my prime, and I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. Right. I don't have time to think about it. Right. It's just, you know, I'm doing it. Right. So, <clears throat> all that to say, that's why these things haven't worked out for us. I feel right. You know.
0: Well, then, and on the opposite end of that spectrum, I'm so absent-minded about things like that that I, I I'm so terrible at planning because I don't think about it until I'm like, oh, fuck. I forgot about doing all of those things I need to. Yeah. So that's like people think that people think that I'm inconsiderate sometimes and it's like it's it's not that I'm not considerate. It's that like my brain just doesn't it just I I and it's something that I that I've been working on and I need to continue working on. But like your example for instance, it's not that I'm not thinking like, "Oh, I wish Adam was here." It's like I'll be there. I'll be at a place for an hour and then and then like, "Oh." <laughs> It'd be cool if Adam was here. Uh-huh. <laughs> then uh-huh. I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm at this thing. Like, fucking join me." Yeah, yeah. you know. So, yeah, I think <laughs> that's the that's the beauty of the connection there. Uh-huh. So, uh, we both need to work on that so that we can fucking actually do things outside of
1: yeah just doing things. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on managing that anxiety so that hopefully in the future I can feel perfectly fine having a plan. And going yeah. through with that plan without worrying about it so much. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Let's see we'll how see. things go. We'll see. Let's see how things go. Uh
0: <clears throat> I think for us, festival season is kinda over. Because I don't think there's any yeah. Oh, Okeechobee's in October, I think. Or Halloween's in October. <sighs> Okeechobee's close. But either both of those are like jam
1: bandy kind of yeah yeah you know i i had been tempted to go to one or both of those just because of its proximity it's not too far away um but it's not really my thing yeah i'd go if i had a ticket yeah but you know i'm not gonna go out of my way for it yeah personally no offense yeah
0: i mean i saw some of the i saw some of the set lists and i was like it'd be cool jam bands are always fun to listen to just because they they you know when they're jamming you're just like you're just watching, you're watching a master at work <laughs> and it's, it's fun. It's uh
1: it's hashtag vibes. You just, yeah. you go and you, you let it, let it envelope you. Yeah. Envelope you. <laughs> but, uh,
0: it's hard to put aside that money and energy and time beforehand. You know, like Bonnaroo, for instance, you show up and these guys are jamming and stuff and you're like, "Oh, okay, I'll I'll sit down on this plot of grass and like listen to them jam." But would I would I've planned to go see a jam band? Probably not. No. You know? Not unless Rob was there. Sure.
1: Oh, I mean I don't know if I've been on record about this yet, but Rob is genuinely like the best concert mate. Yeah. He, he he's the best. He's yeah. the best best to and I know you're listening. <laughs> you're a great hang at a concert. So yeah, he's that's fantastic. All I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he really is. It uh, it, it it takes someone enthusiastic about music that you're not necessarily into, to really kind of make it for you. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah. Because so. a person who's like really into a thing, and then you're kind of showing up to support, they can really, they're good. They you know they're they're good enough at convincing. you and They really get you to a point where you're like, you know what, I I, I get it. I understand yeah. why he's why he's so into this. And yeah. Well, I mean, I you know. He he, he was, I told you about Herbie Hancock and then I'll, I'll, yeah he's <clears throat> he's just a he's just fun to be around you know <laughs> this is the uh, Rob Love hour um. <laughs> he's just a joy he's just a joy I like oh, just well, a pleasant I, man I
1: that guy we appreciate you Rob love that guy
0: all right um, yeah so we'll I guess we'll reconvene when we <laughs> when when some of these other things come up and we'll uh, maybe in this next year. These next fifty-two episodes, you'll you'll see a different side of the One Baron podcast. We'll have planned something, actually executed Hopefully. the thing. Yeah. You know,
1: okay. Yeah, I know. Don't and don't overpromise. I know. know.
0: <laughs> Underpromise, overdeliver. So we go. might plan a thing. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so now that we have no concerts to go to. Until the next couple of months, there's still movies to go to. There are, you know, plenty of things to see. Yeah, uh, I still need to see Maverick.
1: I know, I know. Come I on, know, I know, I know. Please, 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 please see it in a theater.
0: I just, oh no, no, I'm definitely going to see it in the theater. Okay, I'm definitely going to see it. I in I mean, the theater.
1: It, it, it can't be long for this world with Jurassic Park out, right? So, right. Like, I, 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 I this... well,
0: you say that, but it's had a record-setting.
1: Uh, third and fourth week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, the thing that, that uh, disheartened me personally, on a personal level, uh, was I went to go try to get tickets this past weekend to see an IMAX. Jurassic yeah. Park? No, no, no. no, no. It's no. <laughs> like, what? No, what are no. you doing? Um, no, uh, Maverick. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, we have, like, a legit IMAX theater in Orlando. Yeah. One of the big old boys. Flex. Yeah. Um, so... I wanted to go see it there and finally get the full like thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause after I saw it, I immediately was like, okay, it's worth it. It's worth it for the extra money and the drive to get to Point Orlando to see it on the big old screen. Yeah. My brother saw it there, rave reviews. Right. I go to look it up, Jurassic Park's in there now. Uh I'm like Yeah. Alright, I guess I guess that's it. So I'm Scared for you. I, <laughs> I want you to go like as soon as possible to see Maverick. Yeah, uh, in the biggest theater you can, because I know Jurassic Park is eating them all up. I know, I know. Which is fu-
0: which is crazy because it's 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 getting the lowest reviews out of any of the Jurassic Park movies, and yet it's one of the most successful movies of this past like season.
1: Well, you know, I expect the drop off to come <laughs> swiftly. Drop off already came. Yeah, sixty percent drop off,
0: but it already is sitting at almost six hundred million globally.
1: Sure. I mean, how can it not being a Jurassic Park movie and having the original stars back? Then, you know, yeah, like, Yeah. It, th- they were gonna, they were destined to make money regardless of how good or bad the movie was going to be. Yeah, and the rest of the world doesn't hate
0: Chris Pratt like America Chris
1: <laughs> hates Chris Pratt. So, you know, I don't think that's true. No, I, I think the vast majority of America loves or at least oh, likes oh, Chris right, Pratt. Yeah, yeah, right, right. It's just a few people online. Uh, I'd say the red states like Chris Pratt a lot. Of course. Of course. They, and there's a ton of people in those states. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. Yeah, it, no. I mean, joking aside, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's a select few people. Like, you know, Twitter's not a real place. But if you go to Twitter, he's not... Uh, he doesn't have no, a lot no. of fans on, on the old tweets. Yeah. To the point that James Gunn has to publicly show his support for this guy yes you know this millionaire a plus actor not a care in the world stop married a schwarzenegger (laughs) yeah yeah and by the way she's crazy hot you know i don't know how with that fucking in her jeans but
1: <laughs> that's what balances her. Yeah. yeah,
0: keeps keeps her humble. Yeah. Every time, that's how she yawns. Doesn't matter how hot she is. She's, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, babe. <laughs> Still worth it. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually more worth it. <laughs> I was sleeping next to her, and she just.
1: <laughs> I love your father. <laughs>
0: Um. Yeah, I th- I think Chris Pratt's doing okay. So he's just fine. I think he's doing okay. Yeah, he's just fine. Yeah, yeah. So Jurassic Park doing numbers. Maverick World doing numbers. Uh, Jurassic World. Dress. Yeah. J- sorry. Yeah. Jurassic World Dominion or is that the previous? No, one? Dominion. Yeah. Right. That's the, that's so the, the one. previous one is Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom. How can Fallen. we forget? Right. <laughs> uh. A movie that's not doing numbers, well, not the numbers that people suspected that it would do, is the Buzz Lightyear movie. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear. Just called Buzz Lightyear. Just called Buzz Lightyear. And people are speculating as to why and how this could happen to a Pixar movie, <laughs> a movie based around one of the most iconic Pixar characters ever made, sure. Buzz Lightyear the toy. And so you've got all these theories... As to why the movies movie did fifty million over the course of the weekend. Get know, conspiracy theory hats on. There we go. Movie did fifty million over the course of the weekend. It was it was uh uh suspected to do or or, or um forecast forecast to do seventy five million. Didn't do that obviously, and now people are now people are calling it a flop. Now fifty million over the course of three days is not a flop. No. It's a flop in the eyes of of like. Pixar. Pixar movies, yeah. Because those movies just do gangbusters. If it was any other animation studio, $50 over the course of three days is not a flop. No. But uh, that being said, considering what it is and where it's coming from, kind of a flop. Which sucks. But you have some people politicizing the thing and saying that they they went woke and so they had to go broke. Right? Multi million dollar broke. Multi million dollar broke. True. Sure. Uh and and but the more the more realistic theories are that, you know. Oh, there's a lot of theories. So let's yeah. g- let's get into some of them. Okay. We got, okay. <laughs> we're at an okay. hour, okay. so okay. let's let's do like 15 minutes. Let's
1: get into some of okay. these theories. Okay. Okay. Okay, Jim. Okay, Jim. <laughs> uh yeah. So the the politicized I don't even I don't even want to call it. Politics because it's really like I don't know it's it's um, ethical, yeah. You know Mo- it's more morality, moral? moral. Yeah, moral. It's a moral stance that you're taking. <coughs> yeah. Um, it it people are hyper fixating on the headlines that came out about, uh, and this is where the Jaina comes in. Jaina. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Headlines came out before the movie came out about them adding back in a uh, gay kiss between two female characters. Right. So this you know, kind of blew up on the internet. And of course, all of the conservative, not all, I shouldn't say all, I'm not generalizing here, but some of the conservative speaking points on the internet. Um. Got offended by by them doing that, uh, and it, it caused a stir. People, uh, you know, the, a regular hullabaloo... the uh, the the wraparound sunglasses crew were yeah. up in arms uh, about them adding this indoctrination into the indoctrination. movie. Indoctrination, and it's a big com- word for them. Lo, lo and behold, <laughs> I'm not saying they used it. I'm using it. Um, lo and behold. Uh, uh, according to all accounts, <laughs> the scene is maybe five seconds long. Yeah, you know, it, and it's it's literally just a a, a family. You know? <laughs>
0: that's that's my favorite part about all of this is like, it, it's not like they're, <clears throat> it's not like they're like full on making out or like there's this weird sex scene well, in yeah, a Pixar they're, movie. They're, it's
1: just a family. They're expecting like you know the the cherry pie video but lesbians. Yeah, you know? like. I don't know what what they were thinking and what, what boogeyman they they thought up in their heads, but the the reality of the, the scene is that it's like a goodbye kiss yeah. between two characters. That's it. Yeah. It's not this grotesque, you know, over sexualized thing. It's it's not. It, it's just literally representation yeah. of people who exist in real life.
0: Well and, and the thing like People people are always talking about how, oh, why do we need to make a big deal about gay rights? Why do we need Pride Month? And why do we need to keep talking about gay stuff? Yeah, 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 this, that, and the other, right? Why can't we just normalize it? And it's like <clears throat> this quote unquote agenda is about normalizing these relationships. Sure. And then the second that it flashes on the screen, a normal representation of a queer relationship and you guys lose your fucking minds, Yeah. well, buddy, that's why we still have Pride Month, and that's why we still have people be- making a big deal about when somebody right. comes out, and that's why yeah. we have gay characters in these shows and we have to talk about it all the time, well, because you can't fucking keep it in your pants long enough to just let these people be people. And not to mention,
1: you know, uh, a quick aside, but I don't know if you were looking on social media during all of Juneteenth and all of the posts and oh. stuff, but the amount of vitriol spewed uh-huh. and the laugh emojis across all of Facebook, uh-huh. you know, like that alone is is proof positive that it matters. Yeah, <laughs> like this kind of stuff matters. Yeah, un- you until- you wonder
0: why these these holidays. Our, our our federal holidays now. You wonder why there's a BET. You wonder why all these things happen, and then you and then you turn around and you make it so that these needs, these things need to
1: continue to exist. You are your own problem. Yes, you're making it a need. Yeah. you're making it necessary by joking about Juneteenth, right. Or you know, uh, we would uh, all love to just stop talking about this and just live as people,
0: but you know what? We can't. You're not letting us. Right. You're not letting us just be. If if these things could just be, we'd all be fine. But you're not letting it happen. No. And then you have the nerve to turn around and be like, why, why are we still talking about this?
1: Yeah, it's very <laughs> thinly, thinly veiled hatred for everything that we've just been talking about. Yeah. Anyway, back to the point on, at hand. So that's one theory <laughs> flying around is yeah. that they, quote, went... Woke by having A lesbian kiss Mind you again In context a very Simple ordinary Like Wife and wife kiss that's all it was They weren't making out There's no boob grabbing No nothing none of that Stuff I wish there was some boob grabbing Why not you know Throw it in their faces they don't like it Um, But no everybody's up in arms because, oh, they're indoctrinating the kids because this family kiss happened. You know, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. You sound stupid. Yeah. You sound stupid. Moving forward, that's not the reason. That's not the reason why this movie's not doing well, in my humble opinion. You can have your own. My humble opinion is that, one, according to a lot of the reviews I've read, it's not a very good movie. (laughs) Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. It's pretty good, but that's not good enough for Pixar. Right. Pixar has a high standard Very that they're high. trying to reach. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the stuff that came out while uh COVID was running rampant with uh Turning Red, I love that movie. I thought mm-hmm. that was really good. Um and uh, uh, uh what's the one with Chris Pratt? <laughs> Speaking of Chris oh, Pratt. Oh yeah, the one the, the the brothers one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I, the, I, I the mythical <sighs> To my mind's eye, but I, I forget the name of it right now. Well, there was that, and then there was Soul. Yeah, yeah, Soul. And Luca. Luca, yeah, Luca. And Encantanto. Encanto. Encanto? Yeah, but oh. that was... I don't think Encanto was a Pixar movie. I think that was just Disney animation oh, studios. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, okay. I think, but... I could Anyway, <coughs> they all kind of meld together now. They're all on Disney+. Plus, So yeah. forgive us if our facts aren't exactly straight. But Fuck you, Farfax. I feel them thumbing down right now. Um, (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. They're going
0: to thumb down way before (laughs) this.
1: (laughs) A few other hot takes in there that they may have thumbed down already. Uh, Black Superman.
0: Black Superman.
1: Uh, I love it. Give it to me. Give Give it to me. me. Uh, Give me your hate. (laughs) But, no, my point was I think it has more to do with the fact that, A, it's not a very good movie. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's it's a fine movie. It's not bad, but it seems to be kind of middling for Pixar. Yeah. Uh. And and B, it was a really weird kind of rollout for this thing. Yeah. There's a lot of confusion. That's my theory on this. And, And and speaking of this this you know beloved character, it's not the one that we're getting in this movie. This is a different character. Yeah. He has the same look and tropes and you know all that, but it's like. Well, I mean, first of all, it's not Tim Allen, right? Yeah. So, it's not his voice, and it's not h- him as a toy. And apparently, he doesn't even make a cameo. So. So yeah, I mean, it's <coughs> it's kind of a tough sell for a Toy Story fan, or would be Toy Story fan, to get into, uh, because there's not really a pull for it. It's like, it seems kind of unnecessary. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I feel like. A lot of people say toy story 4 was unnecessary which i can see your point for but i think this is just even a step further than that saying like in world we have this movie of the toy that inspired the toy yeah i feel like it's just it's one too many steps of clever for them to get away with yeah it's confusing it's it's too much for a general audience i think it's really being marketed for kids but has the look of a more mature animated movie, right? So I think they should have chosen the lane of like making this Buzz Lightyear movie like almost like a. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of weird to say, but almost like a PG thirteen action movie. Yeah, yeah, and no, make it like yeah. really cool. Yeah, uh, and for like us, yeah, uh, as adults. Who, yeah, the people who grew, who grew up, up with with Buzz toy, Lightyear, yeah, yeah with Toy Story, um, instead of focusing on this kind of like. <laughs> Movie that's trying to be for everybody and not really fulfilling any of those things, mm-hmm. I think that's the real reason why this isn't picking up traction. And also, it's a return to the big screen, and uh, there's some weird kind of—I uh, don't know—it it feels like the 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 movie theater is very selective right now for what they're gonna go out and see. Yeah. So Maverick, <clears throat> huge hit, uh, but some other stuff is falling through the wayside because people aren't willing to go out and see it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel like this is one of those unfortunate cases. Yeah. Maybe one of the it's 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 a it's a family
0: affair that that is not really it's not really like a family movie and it's not because of the the LGBTQ stuff, it's because it's like it is like a more mature action movie. That's not it it it's being advertised to children, but it's not really a kids' movie.
1: It doesn't look like it. No, I, but I've heard in reviews as well that the tone is it gets kind of scary at times, too much for like little little kids. Yeah, but it's also it doesn't have enough meat on the bones of the story to be fulfilling for like us yeah. adults.
0: Well, think about like who's like like Chris. I'm sorry, Chris Evans is Buzz Lightyear. And then you have Taika Waititi as one of like the, the like funny you the know. cat, didn't he? Yeah, I, the I, robot cat. I don't know. Yeah, and but but you just have these voice actors who aren't really like with Toy Story. A child doesn't know who uh, uh, Tom Hanks is. A child knows that that that's the voice of Woody. Yeah, right. But. When you do a movie like Buzz Lightyear, and then you you have all these voice actors, there's a brand recognition to those people who are in the movie, right? But yeah. children don't understand that, right? Like we are gonna go see that movie because, like, oh, I want to hear Taika Waititi voice like this silly character. I want to. I'm a fan of Chris Evans. I want to see how he yeah. does with this. Like, there's, you're. It, it's just the advertising from day one has been super strange. Yeah. And even as like intelligent adults, when I first heard about the movie, I was like. Okay, so what now? Yeah, he's the what and the what. This is a who, and Tim Allen's not involved at all.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: Okay, I I don't really, it's I don't really get
1: this. It's a it's like a Metal Gear Solid Four effect. Yeah, or, or Five. I'm five, sorry, Five, Five. Yeah, where yeah. it's like we're not we're not using. Oh, so no,
0: none of the people that I love no. are involved.
1: Oh, okay, but it's
0: the same people. Yeah, but none. Of, but then why would I go and see it? Uh, I would just like to take thirty seconds, to uh. I just watched Toy Story 4 I'm counting okay wait wait hold on and wait go Toy Story 4 is amazing I thought I I watched it thinking the same thing as everybody else thought which was that it was unnecessary it didn't uh, Toy Story 3 was a perfect send-off it's a trilogy you don't need to do anything else Toy Story 4 is the perfect send-off for these characters Woody gets his I mean 10 seconds some of the other characters don't really get their just due, but I think they got that in Toy Story 3. Yeah. Woody finally gets the send-off that he deserves mm-hmm. in Toy Story 4. It's fantastic. You're done.
1: Nice. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I agree completely. And, uh, you know, I, I get why some people could be like, it's not necessary, and still, even after seeing it, think that. Um, because <clears throat> it's not necessary. But I think it adds a rich uh, epitaph, sort of, to I, Toy I think, Story. I think it's hard for
0: Pixar because if they advertised it as a standalone movie, it might have thrown people off and they said, I'm not going to go watch the Woody movie. Right, right, so right. So they right. had to call it Toy Story 4,
1: but it is the Woody movie. It is, it is. And, I, you know, I think I think that's for better and worse because I think people went in with the expectation that we'd get more of the, the crew. Mm-hmm. And because it is so Woody-centric... Uh, I think some people were left feeling kind of like mm, I, it doesn't feel as complete yeah. as it should have. Yeah, but I mean, I I loved that. I thought it. That was great.
0: It's just it is a standalone movie. It really is. It, it and it should have been advertised as such. But now we're seeing with Buzz Lightyear that they were smart to call it Toy Story Four. They probably should have called this Toy Story Five, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> you know, but it doesn't involve toys. That's the problem. But that's br- the quagmire they're in. But at least from an advertising standpoint, it would have uh, got people I enough see. to go, oh, I'm going to go see the new Toy Story movie. If it, We're not going to see the Toy Story movie. We're going to see the guy who the toy was based on. That's yeah, such yeah. a weird it's thing to strange. do. Very it's strange. such a like. Uh, uh, spinoffs historically don't really work. Unless, you know, you get, like, a huge name or the movie is, like, incredible. You you need all these things to work for you for a spinoff to work, right? So you already have this spinoff, which historically these things don't work. And then you're confusing the shit out of people with this spinoff. And then you're not even using the voice actor. Why isn't it Tim Allen? Say what you want about who Tim Allen is as a person,
1: but... Tim Allen should be voicing Buzz Lightyear. So I, I heard this on the Big Picture podcast. Not to call out another podcast. Ugh. I know we don't do that here. We don't do that right uh, But I need to cite my sources. Uh, according to the we, big, do yeah. do we do, do we that. do We do 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 We do do that. We do do that. According to the Big Picture podcast, they said a theory, like a headcanon sort of theory going around is that basically the toy... They didn't have the money to get the original actor as the voiceover for the toy. So he's like a side cheap voice actor who they got for the toy.
0: And and that was that was what I thought is what they wanted to achieve with that. Right. Was that it was just some like knockoff voice for the toy. And that's cool. That's real. That Mm. happens all the time with these toys. But we're talking about the movie itself. I understand that you're trying to make sense of why they made the decisions that they made. Yeah. But these, like, the, in the grand scheme of things, it just shouldn't. It just should have been Tim Allen. Yeah. It just should have been Tim Allen.
1: You know, they went for they. I, they had a definite decision to make there, and they went with the bigger star. Yeah, it's very clear. That's what yeah, they did. yeah, and 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 it just. Again, I think that that is
0: part of the- part of the thing that hurts, is, uh, they went with this guy- Chris- Chris Evans, as much as I like Chris Evans as an actor, I think he's- I think he's fantastic, but he doesn't have this, like, iconic voice, No, you know, like, he's not- he's not a voice actor, like, he- he- no, Chris Pratt is. Right, Chris Pratt has done I mean wonders with his voice, of course, you know. He's yeah. he's all over the map with his Garfield. Like that's, that's a that's that's an actor. Uh, Mario Mario, yeah. you know. He's that's that's a voice actor. Yeah. Chris Evans not so much. No, no, no. Just 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 a guy. You know,
1: he's just Captain America, just a basically. guy being a dude. Yeah, just a dude being a guy. Uh did we touch on the China element of this, or did we roll around? Right I guess past we kind of glossed over the China yeah, yeah, yeah. element of it. But. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, the, well, I mean, very briefly, I think it's important to note that the reason why, one of the reasons why this entire lesbian kiss thing was brought up in the first place was because it was originally cut out of the film. And Disney proclaimed with their entire chest that they put it back in. Um,. Obviously, tons of censorship has happened with American movies going to China. 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 We've talked about it extensively on this podcast. We voice our opinion on that. Um, but I mean, first of all, I don't think Disney deserves anything for doing the right thing. Absolutely not. And secondly, I think it only, again, proves the point of why these these little elements of representation matter so much is because they are so often cut out for the bottom dollar. Right. Um, so, you know, I wish they had the balls to do that <clears throat> when star Wars came around and they didn't want any black people in it. Yeah. Uh, I wish that was considered. Um, Cause again, I'm still wearing the conspiracy hat, but yep. I, I guarantee the storyline was rewritten around the fact they didn't want a black lead. Yeah. Um, oh no for sure finn was supposed to be a bigger character yeah
0: yeah one that you you're not going to be able to jj abrams could walk in the door right now and i'd be like you're a liar (laughs) because i I don't believe you yeah there's no way with the way that it was advertised with the way that the first movie goes there's no way alone
1: the setup alone what what they did with that character was like disappointing yeah extremely disappointing from what they could have done and what clearly was laid out yes, in the first movie. in the first film it 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 the the story that that he he oh god his his like arc could have been should have been so much better yeah. than it was and deserved to be yep uh, so yeah you know say what you will but that's my take on it and I wish they had the balls to do that when yeah. it mattered in the past but here we are and again they're. They're doing the right thing, but they don't deserve praise. They don't deserve to be looked at as this, you know, icon of of (laughs) representation because they're not. Because
0: the only time that the only reason that they're doing the right thing is because we are starting to see. And this is kind of where China really comes in, or I guess doesn't come in. We're starting to see that the Chinese box office doesn't really matter that much anymore. Yeah, When it comes to a big blockbuster movie, Maverick is doing well without like, even if you take ch- the Chinese box office away from it, it's still doing numbers. Yeah. Jurassic World, another movie that's still doing numbers. Spider-Man wasn't played in China because of the whole Statue of Liberty thing. And they they, they were like, can you cut all this American shit out? And it's like, "Uh, it's in America. So fucking no, we can't do that. But it's not like they took this political stance against China. They just were like, we literally can't cut those scenes out. They are integral to the movie. Yeah. So Spider-Man plays... It doesn't play in China. Guess what? Already cracked the billy. So American filmmakers are starting to see that you don't need the Chinese box office to make your money. You don't think Disney's paying attention to that? You don't think Disney is finally going... Now we can do the right thing, right, quote right. unquote. Yeah.
1: Now that it makes us money. Yeah. Uh, or now the that right they're
0: thing. not losing any money. Right. By by bending over for for the uh, Chinese box office. Oh, and
1: and I mean, <coughs> you're a fool if you don't think that it's also the PR win for oh. them being like, yeah, we're stalwart uh, believers in representation right. in our movies. Right. Right. Shut up. Exactly. No, you're not. Exactly. So anyway.
0: Also, I didn't I didn't realize Kronk was part of this podcast. Oh, Star Wars! Oh. Star Wars believers. Yeah, so don't give Disney any credit. They don't deserve any of it. They put a they cut a scene out, then put it back in. What the fuck? Like, right? Who cut that scene in the first place? Right, right. Hmm. Ugh. So, uh, what we're left with is. How much does does the Chinese box office matter? How far is Disney willing to go to really be on the front lines of this fight, uh, uh, especially when it comes to uh, Florida, because they have stepped into the foray of the politics of yeah. of oh god, you know, <laughs> good <and> luck, <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so we, you can look that up. We're not going to go into no, detail on that. Absolutely not. But you know, they are starting to really ramp up, I guess, their, 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 uh, um, support, but only because it's financially beneficial for them. Yeah. So the question is really at this point, does it matter that it's financially beneficial for them as long as they are fighting or do you judge them for only now fighting because it's financially beneficial? I leave that up to you guys (laughs) to decide. So... I think, uh, I think that's, I think we're done here. I think
1: think we did it. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Right. Well, we talked as much as we're going to talk tonight, but before we get out of here, we have to do our Cheers of the Week. You know what time it is.
1: And, Obi, I want you to start it off, my friend. What is your Cheers of the Week? My Cheers of the Week is to Brian Lee O'Malley. Brian Lee O'Malley. Uh, he made a little series called Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and I, my friend, have finally read it. The whole thing. The whole thing. The trilogy that it is. Um, if you know anything about me, I'm a big Scott Pilgrim fan of the film. Uh, had not read the graphic novels. Uh, yeah, but did you know that Scott was the actual villain of
0: the movie? Did, did you did you realize that <laughs> did, you, did you realize that he, he's actually like not a good guy uh, did, did you did you put that together yeah uh, ha- like how many times did you need to watch it to realize <laughs> like he's actually like not a good guy oh no
1: I've based my life around him yeah, yeah well you, you probably made some bad life choices because um, yeah. Scott's not the good guy in the movie am so. I the baddie I probably um yes I do realize that, and I think the book does an even better job of illustrating that. No pun intended, because <laughs> it's a graphic novel. Um, no, it's it's great. It's a it's a great read, very very quick and fun read, but it gets a lot deeper as you'd expect a book to do. Uh-huh. Uh, the characters are more <laughs> well <laughs> drawn out. <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's um. Thank, thank you. That's <laughs> enough. Um, it, it it goes different places than the movie does. Uh, it follows it to a certain degree, but there are definitely creative changes throughout that keep you on your toes, even if you are a big fan of the movies uh, or movie, which I am. Um, I mean, I highly recommend it for anyone of our generation. There are so many like touchstones of of uh, references that you know. I'm sure many of you will get and. You know, it, it kind of transported me back to a simpler time, you know, uh, with, that can now be looked back as a bit cringe. But, <laughs> um, you know, <clears throat> it, uh, there's a hefty dose of nostalgia in, in reading the books and just kind of, you know, re because he's kind of in the way that Harry Potter is like a character from our generation. Mm. Um, so there are a lot of touchstones that you can kind of relate to. And he. He's kind of around the same age that we were at the time. And, you know, there's a lot of, of uh, emotional and relationship depth within the the books mm. uh, that are fun to explore. And it never gets too heavy, but it gets, a you know, kind of deeper than you would think <coughs> on, on the yeah. surface level. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's, just, it, it's a light, fun read. So I recommend it to everyone uh, to go check out, especially if you're a fan of the movie, uh, to get a bit more, uh, you know. In-depth view of of this world and these characters, and I would love for Brian Lee O'Malley to make a new one of him, of Scott Pilgrim catching up with him in his late thirties, early forties, yeah, and see where he's at now. Because yeah. I just think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, so yeah, loved it. Think it deserves the cheers. Hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother.
0: Yeah, I mean, every time I watch Scott Pilgrim, the first emotion that it elicits is melancholy yeah (laughs) because there is this i mean it's 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 a hilarious movie and it holds up but there's like this level of sadness to it level of sadness for like almost every character in the movie like almost everyone's kind of like on the surface it's this fun and like silly thing but there's a real tragedy Mm -hmm. to
1: all of the relationships and like how scott has handled them so far. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, not to spoil anything from the books, but one of the things that's more that's better uh, uh, executed in the in the books and the movie is that he doesn't even see himself. As the bad guy right but it's revealed to him that he has been the bad guy in so many people's lives right right and that realization I think is something that we all have to face at some point because we've all done some dirt we've all made mistakes and I think that is something that everyone if you haven't come to terms with yet. You probably should. Yeah. Because no one's I mean, a if saint. If you're our age, you
0: definitely need you to, done come so, to terms with you, that.
1: <laughs> you've done guaranteed something to somebody. Yeah. So there's
0: somebody out there who was like, Oh, he was the worst.
1: Right, exactly. Or she was the worst. Yeah. So um, yeah. That or that they was were the worst. They were, they were the worst. Um, yeah. I think that's that's one of the the strongest emotional pulls of, of the story. So All right. Recommend. All right. Well,
0: I'll I'll borrow that and leave it on my bookshelf and never
1: read it. Yes. Also, Kim is best girl. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I know that from having skimmed the first book. I think you had the first book for a while, right?
1: No, I got all three at the same time. Oh, you did. I've had so them all what for. A, a, what did I? I've had them all for a while. Oh, okay. So I, I just I, I've only I just... recently gotten through the, okay. the trilogy. I just but, yeah. know
0: that Kim. Is in the graphic novel, like way more explored and like way better than she is in the way more
1: backstory. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I mean, by the end of it, I was like, That's that's the girl right there, not Ramona. Get out of here, Ramona. It's Kim. She's aloof, she's too aloof. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. Kim Gang, all right. Kim Kim Gang, hashtag Kim Gang.
0: Yeah, all right. My cheers of the week is going to the good people who put on Bonnaroo. The volunteers, the people, the promoters, all that jazz. Not Live Nation. That that one guy who didn't <laughs> unplug the toilet. <laughs> that, that, even fucking that guy. I talked a lot of shit at the beginning of this show. Yeah. But if I'm just keeping my positive hat on, I'm just radiating positivity, mm-hmm. I'm just putting good energy into the world. Good vibes, man. I just have to say that it takes, it takes the nation, public enemy. And <laughs> you need these people all in concert to uh, put these things on. Was that a pun? Ah, you know, it was. And it takes a lot of effort, time, energy, love. And and you, you need all of that to, to, to make sure that these things go off without a hitch. And for the most part, the week did go off without a hitch. I mean, there was like... You know, some not-so-great elements of it, and I heard that there was, like, a not-not-really-very... <laughs> I think there was an incident with a girl who, who, I guess, she got... Somebody got trampled trying to, like, walk into the, the center room, oh. which which is not great. And, and and obviously, that's not the volunteer's fault. What are you going to do? Sure. But, like, there's just... So, the only, only reason I mention that is because I don't want people to, like, listen to this and be like... There was some really fucked up shit that happened. Like, what are you talking about? Like, well, I had a good time. <laughs> right, exactly. So I don't want it to come off like I'm, you know,
1: being oblivious or indifferent to, like, what happened to those people. Doesn't it suck that we have to, like, cover our asses that much, though? Yes, it does. Can't, can't you just have a legitimate feeling about something without no. having to, like, say, asterisk? But I understand if you didn't have a good time. And I'm not trying to personally attack you <laughs> if you did have a bad time. And
0: Well, you know, I, th- I think that that, that is that is a two part thing on the one hand I don't think I can think I can speak for you here I don't I don't I don't think either one of us want to get caught with our pants down on a thing that like you don't want somebody to come later and be like hey what about this and like no 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 I know I just didn't mention that sure I don't want you to
1: come back and be like that's why we do it so much I I, I do it too I'm just saying uh, observing you and your general feeling of Bonnaroo this year it was a generally positive one but then having to put an asterisk on it and yeah. saying though i know it was not without incident and some people were hurt and yeah you know the bathrooms were clogged up and da, 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 da. it's like come on come on <laughs> yeah. Un- understand that yeah. <laughs> what we say is is not meant to be the summation of the entire experience for every person who went there you know
0: <laughs> well i mean maybe that's on us Maybe that's on us to to stop thinking that this is the summation of of everything that we when we talk about a thing that we need to summarize it completely for every person ever that's ever going to listen to this. I guess so.
1: I mean, it's not to disrespect you, the listener. We love you so much. It's just that there are some people out there who will take offense and will target us because we didn't say that, oh, yeah, even though we enjoyed this one thing. There are ten other things about that one thing that actually weren't cool. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's so you know that's just the internet, just being on the internet where yeah, where there's that that tweet that's gone viral a bunch of times where like they're like, you could be talking about pancakes and another motherfucker will call, come in and be like, you know, I can't believe you were disrespecting waffles <laughs> like that. <laughs> you know, I'm obviously paraphrasing, but my wife died <clears> at an <throat> IHOP, right? And it's and it's true. You could be talking about one thing, and then here comes somebody else with like. Some completely irrelevant shit where you're like, well, I wasn't even talking about that. Now I have to address that thing. And so, you know, it kind of, yeah, maybe it does prevent us from, like, having a more cogent point on a thing. Because you have to, like, hit every base. Sure. But, you know, it is what it is. What are we going to do? It's fine. We can litigate this off camera. It's fine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, shout out to everybody who made Bonnaroo possible. Indeed. We appreciate you. So. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. I gotta piss like a racehorse, but I can't do that until we review these Brewski's. So, for the people out there, this is the Autobahn Bitter from Red Light, Red Light. I work there. <laughs> <laughs> I've Take had
1: opinions with a grain of salt. I've had
0: this I've had this beer so much. <laughs> so
1: much. Okay.
0: And I say that only because uh I think it illustrates how good I think it is.
1: Uh, uh, oh, wow. A rare Marco first review. Yeah. Is that what we're doing right now? I just want to get it out the way so because off base. You know, <laughs> 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 uh, I'm
0: giving it a five. Okay. Because I can just drink this like water. Yeah. It's light, malty, it's bitter, it's everything that you want from a beer. I would maybe prefer it to be a little bit higher in abv but i that kind of goes against the ethos of you know an english ale supposed to be super light super low abv so you can drink a million of them that's the whole point of it but i'd still kind of prefer it to be like in the five range yeah
1: but that's just me going against what it's supposed to be so that's on me yeah so uh i agree with you it's a five for me as well i didn't expect it to be because i tend to shit on sessions because they tend to just taste watered to me. Yep. Uh, but this one doesn't. It. It. I think the bitterness really cuts that lightness for me. That uh, usually equates for it to being tasteless or feeling like a diet beer. You know. Hmm. No, I. I really enjoy it. It actually does kind of remind me of uh, some of the bitters I had over in uh, Scotland. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Uh, I was gonna ask about that. So yeah. It, that it, in those. In those. Old school pubs that just have like <clears throat> ale or bitter, you know, yeah. like that's pretty close to, to what I experienced, which is a low ABV uh, general like kind of a, a, a like a base level beer. Yeah. You know, nothing fancy, nothing frilly, uh, but it's just enjoyable to, to, again, have all day really if you if you, if you, if you wanted to. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's five for me. I'm I am impressed and I enjoy it, and I understand why you'd have it. Yeah. So often, this right here, you see that?
0: Yeah. That was my idea. Nice.
1: Yeah. The little little
0: uh, the f- red light flame. Uh huh. That was my idea. Nice. All right, unanimous five for the Autobahn bidder from Red Light, Red Light. You think we got it? I know we got it. Well, if Adam says we got it, then let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer In podcast for myself. Marco Dupa for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you. Wow. Ah. I got to beer. I got